So you're probably asking yourself, how to successfully grow a facility management company in today's digital age while still remaining profitable? You know that marketing should probably be in the mix, but you may not know the best approach, the newest strategies, or which digital platforms to market on. So how do you use marketing to grow your effort business today? That is a question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Javier Lozano Jr. and welcome to the Facility Management Marketing Podcast. What's going on everybody? Welcome to another episode of Facility Management Marketing Podcast. I'm your host Javier. Okay, so this next episode we're going to dive into um, three, three, uh, three ingredients that you need or three concepts or strategies that you need in order to improve your company branding. Okay, so you know, I would say over the past three to four, maybe even five years, I've really been getting into branding a lot more. And I've been influenced by a lot of great marketing leaders out there in the B2B space. And branding is a play that, though I don't believe that you should always be doing branding, I think there's a degree of how much branding you do. I do believe that if your company is scalable, meaning like you can actually grow this thing um, to like to, to infinity, all right? Um, and there's something that's like catchy on there. Like think of a SaaS product, like, you know, Corrigo, if you will, or like, um, or Rupairs or, or something like that. Like just think of a SaaS product, all right? And, and, and essentially like you've got everything built out correctly and then this thing can scale. Brand play is good. However, not everyone is there. And I think, and, and I learned this from uh, Donald Miller, that if you're in the, like, the one, to fit, one to 10 million range, if that's what your revenue is, you can't be doing too much branding. You need to be doing more direct response type marketing. And then direct response type marketing is gonna be more geared towards driving revenue. So your goal is just to make as much money as you can so that you can get over a certain threshold. Once you get over that threshold, maybe it's 10 million or whatever that is, then brand play is really important. But in the process of, of your company growing, like a lot of IFMs, not all, but a lot of IFMs that are a decent size, you know, you're taking in roughly a 30% profit, okay? You're making anywhere from, I don't know, two to $5 million um, and, and you're doing well, you know, give or take. I, I, I think you should be building brand in the background but it's it's not as like it's not as uh, as important as you know the other piece of 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 essentially your your business's uh, ability of generating cash. Okay, so once you've reached a certain threshold where you can run ads and you can make money and and, and all these other things and you can scale this thing, brand plays. All right, but for some of you guys who are like, well, we don't really do a lot of those things. We really are are really dedicated to brand, then then this is the perfect podcast for you. So these three ingredients or three strategies are very simple, okay? And in order to improve your brand, you need to do them in this order as well too, okay? So you can't you can't change the order of this, right? This has to go this like has to go this way, right? So first thing is that you need to have a company strategy, okay? So what is your company strategy? And it shouldn't be like, well, to make money. Because I, I swear to you, I had a CEO in my last role, and you know, I was asking her, I'm like, listen, like, what's what's our what's our goal? Like, what what are we trying to achieve? She's like, to make more money than last year. I'm like, that is not a goal. Like, like 
that's like basically saying the goal is to win the Super Bowl. Like, okay, well, if you're the Cleveland Browns, I can tell you right now that's not the goal. The goal for them is not to win the Super Bowl. The goal for them is like to fucking get their shit together and, and start like at least put a winning streak of like three games, make the playoffs, whatever that is. Like, so you've got to be very specific in the company strategy, okay? And maybe that company strategy is like, hey, listen, we only go after these types of customers, okay? And so, you know, for like our most ideal facility managers or, or facility companies that are, you know, or brands that, you know, that we want to go after are located in the southeast part of the country, which encompasses Florida, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Georgia, Mississippi, and Alabama. Let's just use that as an example. And throw in Kentucky too, okay? And so that's the first thing. Second thing is that we are great at like HVAC, handyman, and and flooring. And that is like our bread and butter. We, we know how to handle those things in this region. Great. So then those are who you're going after, okay? So what kind of companies, what kind of brands are going to be needing these sort of things? And how can we do this? And what sets us apart is that we have this one piece of technology that no one knows about and we're able to do this and it saves our FMs a ton of money. Great. We put that down. And so you start building out the company strategy. Okay. And so the way you build this company strategy out is that you're building out your most ideal customer profile, your ICP. Okay. But this has to be done from the company level has to be led by the CEO, okay? The CEO needs to be a part of this. They can't be like, hey, you know, VP of sales, figure it out. We just need to make more money than last year. Like that's a stupid fucking plan, okay? Don't do that. Don't make those kind of comments. Like that, it's, it's not how you grow a business, okay? And so when you're doing this, when you're creating a strategy or a company strategy, you should also think about creating a go-to-market strategy for each of these verticals. So each of the services that you provide for your FM company or your PM company, you need to have a GTM, a go-to-market strategy. And so I'm bringing these things up because overall you need a company strategy. And so let me explain how it is at Rapmate so you guys have a better idea of like what we're doing. So we're scaling. We, we grew three and a half X last quarter or last year. We're projected to grow at two X this year and things are just going crazy. And, and we're hiring like nobody's business. If you're hearing this, you know, you're probably, I don't know when you're hearing this, but we've probably already hired three or four people by the time you hear this podcast. And we'll probably be hiring another three or four people and you know, in the next two to three months, if that maybe sooner, okay? And so we are positioning ourselves to scale this business and go beyond, okay? Like, like we're, we're taking this thing to the fucking moon. And so our company strategy is this, is that we go after direct to consumers, all right? We call that internally D to C. And those are gonna be like your Joe the Plumbers, all right? Where they have like one vehicle or two vehicles, you know, that sort of stuff. They might have like a very small team in their community and they do like, you know, plumbing and, and whatever that is, like very simple. So then our next, you know, you know, and so what we do is we gear all of our marketing efforts towards that. So we are very sales-based oriented organization. That means that we have a lot of money driven into ads that generate great quality leads. Our AE team closes those leads and we generate good revenue from that, right? 
So then we also have like our franchise strategy. And so we have an approach to how we're going after franchises, okay? Our language of communication is a little different. But where I'm getting to is everything that we build in the D2C segment also carries over into franchise. Everything that we build in the D2C segment also carries over into fleet and enterprise. Do you see what's going on here? So what our, like, our company strategy is, is to become essentially a one-stop shop for anyone that needs vehicle wraps anywhere in the United States for either, you know, Joe the plumber or that, you know, fleet manager that has like a thousand vehicles, just as an example. Okay, so that's kind of, you know, and, and so how we go into those markets, they're all different, but we have a company strategy. Does that make sense? So you need to have a strategy. We have a go-to-market for each of those as well too. All right, so the second thing that you need to have in order to create the right kind of branding for your company is positioning. And so you need to know how to position your brand, your company against everybody else. Okay, so here's, here's um, think of it like this, Apple. Before Apple was Apple, they did all sorts of things to try to compete with the Microsoft products and PCs and, and, and Hewlett Packards and Dells and all that stuff and they were falling short. And then all of a sudden the iPhone came out for them and that's what exploded their brand. Like it, things kind of just completely changed. And then they started positioning themselves a certain way. Well, Apple is like this and we are like this and we don't believe in this. Like you remember like the, the, the ad um, PC versus Apple and like the PC was like this like geeky person that like basically works in corporate America and the Apple person, the Mac person was uh, a very young, hip college graduate person and, and they always like bickered with each other and it was a very successful ad and that's, that's positioning, okay? So they positioned themselves to be superior, more like, you know, trendy versus, you know, very bookworm-like for PC users. Now, if you're a PC user, I'm not knocking you, okay? I, I would probably argue that 80% of the facility world uses a PC. I remember when I was working at CMI Mechanical, like I told them I needed a Mac and they're like, are you serious? I'm like, listen, man, if you want me to go through like and, and do things quickly, you get me a Mac. Otherwise, it's gonna take me forever to figure out how to use a PC. And so eventually they got me one. So you wanna work on positioning and so positioning is is like also another way of, is is laying out hey this is the old way of doing things and this is the new way of doing things so the way we do it at rapmate is is we essentially say hey you can you know the old way of actually buying vehicle wraps is calling around shops and then going and get your vehicle in to get surveyed so it could get measured and then getting a quote and then finding a graphic designer and then like there's all these multiple steps versus with Ratmate, all you gotta do is go through us, you get an exact price, you get your design in a few days, you schedule your installation and you get your wrap done and you can get that done in under 30 days. You know, now right now we can't do that at the moment, but th that's kind of the idea which we're gonna be working on. All of a sudden we're positioning ourselves different. We're saying like, hey, you could do it like this, or you can do it like this. Another way to use positioning is gonna be like, um, what's the term called? I was I had it on the tip of my tongue. Um, 
gosh, I can't think of it right now. It is a new opportunity. That's it. So the new opportunity. So like instead of creating another widget or another, in this case, how I was taught it is um, another mousetrap, you create a new opportunity. You say, hey, it's not your fault that you experienced this, you know, and this and this. And so, you know, like we, we want you to you know, understand that you made that mistake and it's okay because everyone else does that. And when you present a new opportunity, all of a sudden you position yourself in a better way. People are like, oh, that's really cool. Oh, that's interesting. And so the person that kind of created this whole concept of the new opportunity is the co-founder of ClickFunnels. And so there are plenty of website softwares out there to create websites and you can create a funnel, but they position themselves as a new opportunity because they're like, hey, it's okay that you don't know how to write code and you tried it and it's really complicated and you've done all these other you know, softwares and it didn't work and it failed and you spent all this money, but with ClickFunnels, you can do this. Again, positioning. So once you have your strategy, who you're going after, you know, what you're going to market to, all that kind of stuff, and you start working on like your positioning, right? Because that's what we do. We, we use a lot of positioning as well too. Then you dive into messaging, okay? And then messaging is gonna basically build off of what your positioning and your strategy is. So it's gonna be you talking like your audience, you um, saying the same things that they are saying, okay? You um, essentially like, you know, building this whole like concept of like, oh man, these words that they're saying are, are making me wanna take action. And then they start moving you down the journey to move forward and say, you know what? I'm going to raise my hand. I want to buy. Okay. So your messaging is going to be copywriting. So you need to be a good copywriter. You need to understand how to use words to sell to more people. You need to understand that you, you're going to have certain slogans or, 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 or phrases that you need to use on an ongoing basis. You need to start taking your testimonials from your customers and they and what they say about your company, your brand and, and all these other things and see what they're saying and use their words and put it into your messaging. And like that's what, exactly what we do. We literally take, you know, what our customers are saying and we're like, oh, this is good. Oh, this is good. Oh, this is good. And then we start using that in our copy. When you start doing those things, all of a sudden, you've got like a really solid strategy, who you're going after, how you're gonna go after them, why you're going after them, et cetera. You've got positioning of like, all right, this is why we're better than the other companies and solutions out there. And then you get your messaging that's actually like, oh wow, I need to be a part of this. Apple is a great example of this, like literally to a T, because now their messaging is very clear. But it all started with Steve Jobs, all right, and what he did and how he positioned the company, and then what he did for the messaging piece. Like, yes, I know he didn't write the copy, but he led the strategy, which then led the positioning, which then led the messaging. And so it only works in this order. So you wanna improve the, your, your company's brand, you need to do this in this order. And it's, it's tough to have good positioning without a clear company strategy, and it's tough to have relevant messaging without clear positioning. And so this is not done overnight, okay? I remember when I came into my role as a CMO at Ratmate, um, I basically, um, you know, said like, "Hey guys, we need to create our brand script, and this is our this is our brand story. 
And essentially it's like us going in there be like, okay, who's our ideal customer and these other things, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like, um, what are their challenges? What are the, what, you know, what, what does success look like? What does failure look like? You know, who's the villain? All these things. And so where I'm coming from is, is that after a year being there, I think our brand script has changed and our strategy has changed a little bit because we've learned a lot in this 12 plus months that I've been there. And, and so it's okay if this all changes. You might build this out for the next 12 months and you might be like, fuck man, we've grown and our strategy is not the same. Our audience is, 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 is actually this. Our positioning is, it's gotta be this instead because the audience and the strategy is gonna be a little different and our messaging, it's, it's not relating, you know, so, but when we use this, like it just does really well. It's okay. It's okay to shift. It's okay to call an audible, okay? This is not set in stone and you die with it. This is, hey, this is gonna help us get to that next level. This is gonna be that brand play. You do this correctly and you start putting this on your website. You start using this in, using this in internal communication. You start posting this stuff on social media. You start creating videos about this. You start using your, your booth in this same kind of like kind of format correctly. Like all this stuff it becomes easier to brand your company, to brand your facility, your property company. And just understand that like, this is huge. This is the way to do this. And that's it, like three simple steps on how to increase, you know, how to improve your branding for your company. So if you found this, this podcast valuable, um, do three things for me. Number one, please give us a five-star review on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. Number two, um, please share this podcast. Like the more you share and distribute this podcast to other people so they can learn, the better like the, the industry is gonna grow. Okay, like we're gonna be moving this industry forward for better po- you know, for, for better marketing. And I can tell you this right now, like I invite a lot of people to come listen to my podcast, and I cannot tell you how many people say, Oh my goodness, oh my goodness, we need this as an industry. Like we need this more often. And that's, it's very clear that, um, that people uh, like in the facility and property management space need to see more marketing strategies and how to improve in this. And so you're part of the solution, all right? So uh, if you can do those three things, oh, and the last thing is connect with me on LinkedIn. So if you're connected with me on LinkedIn, send me a DM if you have questions or comments or if you want me to actually have a podcast episode that you'd be interested in learning more about, all right? Thanks a lot. Have a great day. All right, guys. Thanks for taking a listen to our facility management marketing podcast secrets. Uh, This is your host, Javier Lozano Jr. One other ask I've got for you guys is is to subscribe to our email list. You can go to bouldermediasolutions.com slash email. And that way you can get updates on some marketing trends that I'm seeing, uh, some strategies that I'm executing. And more importantly, I'll be actually launching some webinars and training that's going to help your company use marketing strategies to essentially grow your business. Uh, We'll be doing some training, uh, offering some courses, that sort of stuff. So you can always unsubscribe to that email list. It's no big deal. It's not going to hurt my feelings. This is more for facility managers, I'm sorry, facility management companies that want to grow their business by using marketing. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. Have a great one.